Hello everyone, welcome to Bible Made Easy Podcast. I'm Brother George, thanks for joining me. Let's explore some further compelling proofs of God's existence. One of the fundamental laws of physics is that matter cannot come from non-matter. Anything that is formed must be formed from materials that were already in existence. In other words, you can't make something from nothing. This is explained in the law of conservation of mass, which states that in a chemical reaction mass is neither created nor destroyed. So any theory that suggests that the universe created itself defies the fundamental laws of physics. The Big Bang theory proposes that an explosion of pre-existing matter called a singularity resulted in a universe ordered in precisely the infinitely fine-tuned conditions that can sustain human and animal life, the ecosystem, and everything else within it. Explosions always cause chaos and destruction. They never result in more order. So the theory just doesn't add up, and there are plenty of scientists who acknowledge its shortcomings, including Nobel Prize-winning physicist and cosmologist James Peeble, who said, It's a beautiful theory, but the evidence of it is very sparse. The theory of evolution theorizes that modern advanced life forms evolved from lower life forms in a pre-existing world, but is silent on how the world and those life forms got there in the first place. But there's more. To have a beginning and a continuance of the universe requires that space, time and matter came into existence in the same instant and must continue to exist simultaneously. As world-renowned creation scientist Dr. Kent Hovind explains, Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time. God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth, there's matter. Big Bang and evolution theories offer no explanation for where space, time, and matter came from. There are numerous other unexplained, glaring deficiencies in both of these theories which the scientific community themselves acknowledge. A simple internet search for objections to evolution or objections to the Big Bang theory will bring up a host of scientific objections. Whereas an internet search for objections to gravity, for example, results in zero objections because there aren't any. These theories cannot even remotely be called settled science, and the gaping holes in them should at least leave us open to the equal possibility of a divine creator. So logically, the question then arises, then where did God come from? The Bible's answer to that is he is not a created being, that he exists outside of time, space and matter, and has therefore always existed. So, of course, that brings us right back around to the question of faith and belief. 
either you believe that time, space and matter spontaneously arose from nothing or somehow always existed and ordered itself into today's universe or you believe that God always existed and instantaneously created an ordered universe containing space, time and matter. Both of these ideas are incomprehensible to the human mind, but we have to choose one of them. So, why choose divine creation? The fact that the universe is so finely tuned as to be in the precise condition that it perpetually sustains its order and the life within it strongly suggests that there must have been a designer behind it. It just makes sense. It seems highly improbable that it all just came together so perfectly by itself. Romans 1.20 makes this very claim. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. In other words, the infinitely fine-tuned, magnificent and beautiful universe we inhabit is the greatest proof of God's existence. Of course, some people will say, Well, we can't see God, so he can't exist. That's a weak counter-argument, because no one has seen the Big Bang or evolution occur either. And just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There are many things we can't see which do exist. Here are a few. Energy, gravity, magnetism, electricity, radio waves, Wi-Fi, Wind, air and oxygen, sound, heat and cold, feelings and emotions, thoughts. Some of these unseen things were not known of for most of human history, but they were discovered and we're aware of them now. Why wouldn't it be reasonable to think that what we today regard as unimaginable might really be a reality that one day we will eventually discover? like the existence of God. Others protest that there's no scientific proof of a creator and that atheistic scientists cite clues in nature to support their arguments. But divine creation scientists do the same. For example, divine creation scientists point to various studies based on DNA evidence that suggest that all humans are descendants of the same man and woman which confirms the biblical account. Scientists call these two people, you guessed it, Adam and Eve. Many of the scientists who made some of the most profound discoveries in history were Christian believers in God. Modern historians of science have long known that religious scientists played a significant role in the emergence of modern science in the West. Sir Isaac Newton discovered the law of universal gravitation. Galileo is considered the father of modern physics. Johannes Kepler, whose three laws of planetary motion are considered to be a cornerstone of modern astronomy, is one of the most famous astronomers of all time. All were firm believers in God. These and many other believing scientists considered that the inherent order of the universe was proof of divine creation, and that science was an endeavor of discovering the reasons and laws 
behind the order. I said in the last episode that there were no eyewitnesses to any account of creation. That's true. However, the Bible does contain a record of Adam and Eve personally knowing the Creator and interacting and conversing with Him. No non-biblical accounts of creation have such strong claims of human verification. This is compelling evidence in favor of the existence of God. And another convincing proof of the existence of God is the billions of people throughout history whose lives have been changed for the better through belief in Him. My own experience seeing many people delivered from lives of selfishness, greed, depression, addiction, violence and other destructive attitudes and lifestyles who are now living lives of generosity, service, peacefulness and love have helped convince me that God lives and is at work in transforming lives for the better. By comparison, I've heard very few, if any, testimonies of similar miraculous life transformations upon embracing atheism. Have you? So, those are some pretty strong reasons to believe in God, especially in God as he's described in the Bible. The idea of an intelligent divine creator is far more logical and reasonable than creation by accident. When I look around at the stunning beauty and perfection of creation, my family and friends, the stars in the night sky, the animals, the beauty of the land and seas, when I enjoy delicious food and all the other pleasures of life, I can't help but feel that there must be a very powerful, creative and loving someone who has blessed us with such things. And that brings us to that still small voice in our hearts that cries out, There is a God. His existence should be so obvious to us that the Bible admonishes us that it's foolish to think otherwise. Psalm 14.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Now if after all that, you're still not convinced, but are curious, you can do what many people have done. You can pray, and you can ask God to reveal himself to you in some way. If you're sincerely seeking, he'll open your eyes and show you his truth somehow, because he loves you and wants to shower you with all the many blessings that come with having a relationship with him. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe, like, and share. See you next time. Bye.